probably a quarter of a mile into it, John wasn't having a fun time. Oh, well, <clears throat> no, forget about it. That was the worst day I ever had in the mountains, period. <laughs> uh, and, and, and you know what? It was such an incredible crew that was one of the most incredible crews i've ever climbed with and you know i got upslide just fine and it wasn't until we started doing the side hilling that yeah. i i began to struggle yeah. and and joe and i love i love joe my guy makes great wine um but he had told us we are going to all because as you said we split up into groups at different elevations and we had um we had agreed to meet at the rendezvous at 90 minutes so i'm psychologically preparing myself for 90 minutes of side hill keep in mind this is 90 minutes i think it was like 1.2 miles yes yeah no way okay go ahead so, so uh, you know we didn't actually meet for three and a half hours so i had I, I I was beyond exhausted. And, and you know, I, I kept falling into holes. It was almost as if I was post-holding. It was almost like it was winter. I kept falling into these holes in the ground that were just covered with a layer of leaves. And I think you, you should remember, Stash, at one point I began falling down the mountain backwards. I was literally just <laughs> tumbling down it, spitting all over myself. And I actually had enough time to think to myself, you know what? I, I'm just going to keep going. I'll fall off the mountain. It'll be fine. <laughs> I'll um, die eventually. <laughs> I'm just going to die. Welcome to Inside the Line, the Catskills. This episode is brought to you by Scenic Route Guiding. If you're ready to hit the trails, make sure you take the Scenic Route. Our guides are here to help you with your goals, big or small. Check out the Scenic Route Guiding and Gear Rentals on Instagram and Facebook for more information. Also, if you mention the podcast, you can get 10% off. Use the code MOUNTAINLION. MOUNTAINLION. Welcome everybody to Inside the Line of Catskills. I believe this is episode 27. I'm not quite sure, but uh, I got my friend John here with me. Uh, John has been on many hikes. I've kind of guided him through many hikes together, just being a friend and being a kind of resource for information and stuff like that in the Catskills. So say hello, John. Hello. A entertainment as well. I believe I've been there for entertainment. That is correct. John and I hold so many different... Uh, aspects of life together we we love the same comedy we love the same tv shows basically the whole our whole hikes are basically quoting tv shows and movies <laughs> a, what yes hello <laughs> <laughs> but tonight i have john on uh because he uh this is kind of like a test to see if he might be my new co-host because he's a very good speaker uh he's a phenomenal speaker he knows how to engage with uh people to get some good information out of him, people. He's uh, probably a private investigator. I don't really know what he is. <laughs> he's, a, he's a weird dude, but John is here tonight. So no pressure at all. Thank you. No pressure at all, uh, <laughs> Jonathan. But he is here tonight to, to talk about some of the hikes we've been on. We have been on some crazy hikes. I have led John on some horrible hikes. Can you agree with that? 
Yes, yes, the bushwhacks were some of uh, the worst days I've ever had in the mountains or life, really. <laughs> nice, nice. So I have John on here to to talk about more about hiking because I've been doing a lot of history, uh, which is great. Catskills hold a great amount of history, but you know I need some more hiking stuff, and we're going to talk about a little bit of bushwhacking and in the depths of uh, what you should prepare for bushwhacking because you know spring is coming up. And people are going to start bushwhacking before those damn nettles get out. So that's good. That is in- incredible. So I'd like to thank Cedar Crown Guiding uh, for being our sponsor. Thank you very much, Sarah and your ladies. You guys have been doing an amazing job. Thank you very much. Thank you to our monthly subscribers, Katrina Wining, Darren White, John Kamiski, Vicky Ferreira, and John C. Uh, thank you so much, guys, for donating. It really, it really warms my heart that you guys are doing this. So can't wait till the, the end of the year when we can donate stuff to a, a local organization. This would be awesome. So John, what are you having to drink tonight, buddy? Uh, right now I have a gin and tonic. Ooh, excellent. Where's the gin from? Uh, the, the gin would be from wherever they uh, manufacture Tanqueray. Okay. Okay. That sounds like uh, hopefully it's Ukraine, not Russia. Oh, oh yeah. No, that already happened to me today. What do you mean? I bought a product from the Ukraine today. I didn't realize it was from Ukraine. So they, they, they told me right away pretty much that they couldn't send it because they're in the middle of a war. Mm, interesting. <laughs> and what, and what happened was a result. They, they, they said that they would issue a refund in the next few days, but I responded and told them to just keep it for whatever they need. Didn't feel right asking for it back. Wow. That's, that's incredible. John, uh, very good humanitarian act right there that was amazing um but yeah i am having a good old rum and coke i got home late from working i had to work today uh and uh it was a great day uh we went god we went up to green to bowl uh found out that their place was occupied by a bunch of high school kids so we went down and hiked at shenango lake which was pretty neat around like 1.5 miles of just walking around an easy lake then we went bowling down in binghamton which was awesome awesome place to bowl i think it's called ripix if you're ever in the area, check it out. They have the big Lebowski on the side, riding a unicorn. Nice. <laughs> Greatest thing I've uh, ever seen in my life. I'll post a picture of that. Um, so, John, uh, you've been on any previous hikes in the past couple of weeks. How about we talk about that one hike you had up Plateau with me? Oh, oh it's, it's okay, the, dude. There's no, there's yeah. no shame. So, so that was my, uh, my, my first and only mountain climb of 2000. 22 and i didn't make it i didn't summit as the first time i was unable to uh, reach the summit but but there's a reason though right yes i had used um uh, it was my first time using my new snowshoes uh, but i don't think that they were designed for for going up the angle that we needed to go up they, they definitely didn't have enough teeth on them either so that was tough yeah it's very tough i agree so john and i pursued uh plateau mountain from mig hollow which is a very short hike it's around like uh maybe a little four miles close to a little bit 3.5 um but as if anybody's ever been up plateau mountain from mig hollow it is super steep it rises quickly right after you get to the junction uh we started snowshoes right after we got to the junction and john's first snowshoes ever and once again you start wearing micro spikes you think you're you're empowered to do anything in the world it's incredible John put on the snowshoes and he was just like, Oh my God, this is the greatest thing ever. We started hitting some good ice. Uh, It was gripping good, but then we started hitting one steep spot and John was slipping 
and I could not see John completing the rest of a hike. So I was like, I called it off. And then John, what happened after that? When we went down the steep area, what did you have your first experience of what? Are you talking about when I just uh, slid down? Yeah, it's called sliding. Uh, okay. Uh, that's actually, that wasn't my first time. It was my, probably my first time with you. Um, really? But I had done that. I had done that before on Blackhead in the winter when I had climbed with Jeff. Oh, um, Jeff. And, and Jeff did not have the proper footwear. So um, it literally was the safest way to get down was to just sit and slide. Nice. If nothing else, it is fun. Oh yeah, I agreed. So I was I was sitting there getting ready to uh, glissade myself, and then all of a sudden John flies down beside <laughs> me and, and just keeps going and like just smashes into some snow. And luckily he's he's safe. But he looked back and <laughs> was terrified as heck. But then he also was like laughing his ass off. Well, there was a couple seconds there where I had zero control of, of stopping, so it was just kind of enjoying the ride. It was fun. Yeah, next time I got to teach you how to how to slow down with the uh, with the snowshoes on. It's definitely uh, yeah, it's definitely a big risk on the steeper areas. Well, you know what else? The, the mistake I made too was the, the first time I wore those snowshoes should not have been on a mountain. I should have been trying them out on level ground first. That was also my my fault too. You know, I should have I should have realized the plateau mountain was a little steep, but. I need to plateau a mountain for my winter. So you got to, you got to do it or not. Right. Yes. <laughs> but eventually I did go up plateau uh, the next week and I went up in crampons, trail crampons, and I went down in full crampons, complete ice. It was like an ice waterfall the whole time. Absolutely insane. I've never dealt with anything like that before in the Catskills where I've had to put on my full crampons. John, thank you for the full crampons. They're not the greatest, but I'll take it. But you know, it was, it was a definitely an awesome time. I had a great time. So previous hikes. Thanks, John. I appreciate it. What's the next hike you're going to go on? You're going to go on a hike with me sometime. Uh, yeah, I actually, I've got, uh, well, next I'm probably going to be doing some spring Seago octet challenges. And then, uh, I, I, I do want to do the 2022 fire tower challenge, but then yeah, whatever, uh, whatever we're going to be doing on Tuesdays. So uh, no Catskill news, except for I'm pretty sure this is going to air like two weeks from now. So spring is definitely coming. So, I mean, keep your micro spikes in there because of the higher of elevations, the steeper elevations will still have water and ice on it for the freeze overnight. So keep your micro spikes in there until completely, you know, reports are of zero ice. Trust me, micro spikes, trail compounds, whatever. Just keep them in there. It's it's very helpful. It's very helpful. The Rangers are very helpful for uh, volunteers. So, um, also, I got some other news, John. My friend Myra from the New York New Jersey Trail Conference contacted me and uh, wanted me to put out a little advertisement for them. And I'm going to do it right now. The New York New Jersey Trail Conference is currently hiring for the upcoming 2022 season for the AmeriCorps Trail Stewards. These trail stewards work in the Catskills, Minnewaska and Lower Hudson Valley to help educate visitors on the park, regulations, hiker safety and preparedness, responsible use, and leave no trace to principles. In the Catskills, they're stationed at several summits, including Burroughs Range, which is Slide, Wittenberg, and Cornell, Giant Legend Panther, North Point, and the Blackhead Range. If you love the outdoors and want to protect it or know someone who's thinking about a career and environment, this is an excellent 
opportunity to give back to the parks and trails you love while also gaining valuable experience. Some of the benefits include housing, a bi-weekly living stipend, wilderness first aid training, and more. Go to nynjtc.org slash corpse dash positions for more information to apply. Um, thank you very much, Myra. I am very happy to actually add that into uh, any one of our podcasts because uh, it's a very important position. Uh, Summit Stewards help educate so much. Education is what we need right now. Definitely in the Catskills, we need anywhere in the United States at all. It's it's absolutely critical for education. Um, and that's what I'm doing right now. And that's what I'm doing ever since I started. I just want to educate people and hopefully steer people towards the right direction. And what not way to get paid for it on Summit Stewards when you're already trained and you're paid for helping people and giving people education, getting smiles, getting thank yous, and also enjoying the amazing views of Slide, Wittenberg, Cornell, Giant Ledge, Panther, North Point, and Blackheads. <laughs> you cannot lose with those. There's, there's views on every one of those except for Thomas Cole. That's what sucks. But still. You get amazing views and you get to educate the people and the people will love you back. I almost have my drink. Ah. Um, but yes, Myra, thank you very much. We will plug this into every episode until the summit stores are come out and hopefully somebody will apply. Thank you very much for, for sending me this. And I am very happy to help out um, just as long as the New Jersey, New York trail conference shares this. They need to start sharing this. I need to get famous, right, John? You do. Same here. <laughs> All right. So uh, I really don't have any Catskills history right now. Uh, I didn't prepare for this. This was a last minute thing. So uh, John and I jumped on in the last minute and just decided to to talk about our experiences with basically bushwhacking because I've led John on some horrendous bushwhacks, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it is so john I've, I've i've done john i told john oh yeah it's only six miles it's only you know seven eight miles but they were treacherous six yeah that's eight. usually how it goes <laughs> any any time so um we're gonna talk about our, our previous experiences with bushwhacking um first off we're gonna start off with uh what you should bring for bushwhacking what you should wear now um a lot of the times, of course, I started out as a rookie and I wore uh, khakis as <laughs> a beginner's apparel, khakis and moisture wicking shirt. But I also I think I wore khakis because they had a lot of pockets. I think so. Uh, that would be a good area to start, I guess. But, you know, moisture wicking material is great. It's perfect. Um, I also, John, how much did I over prepare for everything? Uh, well that you do, but that makes me feel better because it's almost like, uh, climbing with a doctor. You're ready to go. Like you're ready to go for surgery out there. If you have to be That's true. I do. I, I carry at least three to four liters of water. Uh, I have food for throughout the whole day, maybe even extended longer. I have a bag of M&Ms that are probably like two pounds. I have sour patch kids. I have Skittles. I have several, you know, uh, snacks and stuff like that for people, you know, in case I encounter on the live, but I also have, you know, my first aid kit, which is not light at all. It's an absolutely insane, but you know, I'm prepared for anything and everything. Um, the one thing I don't wear is gators, John, you don't have any gators. Do you yet? 
I don't. I I do have some on my Amazon wish list, but I have not uh, I have not got them yet. I, I think gators are uh, for wusses. I think they would have been helpful on the Caterskill High Peak when we went summer, but other than that, <laughs> or Rusk. Remember Rusk? Rusk, yeah, that too. All right, we'll we'll talk about Rusk and Caterskill High Peak later. Definitely. Oh man, oh you forgot about I forgot about Caterskill High Peak. Oh man, yeah. it wasn't a bushwhack, but but we could have used gators. It was it was a bushwhack on the way down. That's true. Yes. Okay. We did we took an alternate route? Absolutely. So yeah, a uh, lot of water, a lot of snacks, especially for bushwhacks. You never know when you're going up. Navigational use devices, uh, at least GPS. Your cell phone is not reliable. Remember that. Map and compass. Make sure um, you can you can use a map and compass. You know, check out some YouTube channels. There's some several YouTube easy channels that'll teach you how to use a, a map and compass so easily. Like that's that's basically how I started off was using easy stupid YouTube channels where this guy teaches you the basic fundamentals of map and compass really great it's really educational it's really easy it's really like a 10 minute thing it's incredible so check that out or get with your your local the catskill 3500 club they have bushwhacks that people will teach you uh the the gps and or map and compass navigation and it's very good um i mean i've led john on very actually all your bushwhacks almost right uh, I mean, not all of them were, were, were horrendous. A lot of them were, um, but all your bushwhacks I was, I was involved with, right? I think so. Well, fly, isn't fly a bushwhack? It's, it's kind of marked now with, with spray paint, spray paint. on okay. the trees. Uh, then yes, I'd say, then I would say yes. I don't remember that though. When I did it, well, you did it in like negative five degree weather with, with, it was on yeah November 11th, 2017. It was uh, it was absolutely freezing. And I'll never forget that because we met some kids at the top that were climbing without jackets, and they literally had a blue tint to their skin. It seemed very dangerous. <laughs> a little bit of hypothermia there, but that's okay. Yeah. Yep. Especially on Bear Pen, where uh, you know I just had my couple of uh, last episodes uh, about how it catches the craziest weather in the Catskills. No problem at all. You know, there's so much resources out there for this information, for this stuff, yet people don't use it. It's insane. But yeah, so once again, uh, a lot of water, a lot of foods and a lot of snacks for energy, uh, appropriate apparel, because if you go in the winter, of course, you'll need more apparel, layers, slash de-layering, stuff like that. Um, top will be much more colder than the, than the base uh, for summer, more water, of course, for the hotter times, maybe gators for the nettles. It's definitely it's crazy that it's 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 so much different from when I started in 2015. Um, my first bushwhack ever was Rusk Mountain, and there wasn't any herd path at all, which is crazy. Which is crazy to today because now people can follow a herd path all the way up, and it's only been six years, five, six years, or six, seven years. You know, it's crazy. But you know what? Sooner or later, this this was going to happen because of the popularity of uh, hiking. In the past couple of years, especially during the pandemic um, tonight, you know, John and I are here to talk about our bushwhacking experiences. And uh, that's the the couple of things I can suggest is food for energy, water for hydration, layers and uh, for the weather exposure and uh, map and compass, GPS, all the above. Basically pack whatever you can 
that's what I do. Basically, John knows that I, I just, my, my, my pack is super heavy. I mean, I'm ready for a search and rescue when we're up there. Yes. Actually the very first bushwhack that I ever did was with you and Travis. It was on October 11th, 2017. It was Rocky and Lone. That's yes. what I started off with. And I packed five liters of water, uh, wanting to be overprepared. And I actually was underprepared. I went through all five liters. And it's only one of two times I ran out of water. So let's talk about that. So we'll talk about Lone and Rocky first. John's first bushwhack. And uh, I asked him to go on Lone and Rocky with us because Travis and my friend Travis and I are going to finish the 3,500 on Rocky. And I'm just like, John, you should come with us. You're, you're, you know, you started hiking with us a, a, a little while back, right? Or no? Uh, yes. Uh, a slide in February of 2016 okay. was the first one. So you did that. And I was just like, Lone and Rocky, you know, it's, it's, it's easy. It's uh, <laughs> easy with quotation marks. So I was just like, come on with us. We'll go with that. Um, once again, this was what, what did you say? This was 2017. Yes. October. So 2017, I would say there was absolutely no hurt paths until we got more to the top. Um, I would say even Lone didn't have a herd path at the top uh, when we looked for it. It took us a while to look for Lone, correct? Yes. Yeah. So we got John's first ever bushwhack was uh, crazy insane. We went up to Lone, summited, signed in, and then went down to the amazing viewpoint that faces over towards Table, Picamoose, and the Picamoose Valley. Oh, what a that was! That was an autumn day, correct? It was. Yeah. Oh. It was. It was gorgeous, and I actually. I think it was also um, one of the longest times I ever spent out there. We were there all day. Yeah, that was at least eight to eight to ten hour day, at least. Yeah. So we went over there. We went down to the viewpoint. Uh, beautiful colors, actually. Uh, variety of colors. Ashokan High Point was was pointing out and out of there, and the lakes, uh, the reservoirs, and stuff like that. Beautiful. We went back, summited the top, and then headed east towards Rocky hit some thick stuff. We went down the steep stuff, hit some thick stuff. I could barely see Travis five feet ahead of me. That was the thickest brush I've ever seen in the Catskills. You were wearing pink that day. I remember you were wearing a pink shirt and you, I think were three feet in front of me. I couldn't see you. Yeah. Right. I wore pink so I wouldn't get shot. Yep. <laughs> see, that was a Dave Chappelle coat. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, we summited, saw the beautiful viewpoint on Rocky, and then I decided, you know, I this was my first time doing Lone and Rocky, and I decided that we should head down north to the Never Sink, and then head along the Never Sink all the way back into Denning, and that was a dumb choice. <laughs> it was pretty, it wasn't bad steep on the way down, but we hit some pretty crazy areas the walk back along the never sink was a pain in the ass because we had to crisscross at least five or six times oh, that took forever and luckily they have someone like me who has adhd and just keeps talking all the time correct yes <laughs> uh yes it, it's uh it, it feels like an inhuman ability almost that you can do that <laughs> be, be, because and i feel bad because i i you know when my lungs are hurting uh i can't i can't keep up uh talking but that's how you always know when i'm starting to suffer is when i get quiet 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm sitting there. And I, and then I, I, you know, being a good kind of like, I'm not saying I'm a guide, not a professional guide, just to let you know, being a good guide. I always talk to, to at least the people that are behind me. I was talking to Travis and talking to you and you guys weren't saying a word. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah, actually at the end of Lone and Rocky, that was the first time I wanted to quit mountain climbing. It was, the very first, it was the very first time I ever said that was, uh, I ever called something a retirement hike. <laughs> but eventually we ended up, we got some amazing shoots and stuff like that along the Never Sink. Never Sink is something else. What an amazing, is. beautiful solid, place of solitude that you cannot experience anywhere in the, else in the Catskills. Um, but we eventually got to the, the Denning crossover of the bridge. And we had that long one mile walk back to um, the parking area, which was quiet as heck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nobody, nobody enjoyed no, that. No, nobody could talk. Was that? Oh, no, that wasn't the time that Travis and I did table and Pico moose and there was a party. I'm going to have to have Travis on here sometime. But yeah, that was a crazy bushwhack. And uh but an awesome bushwhack. That's when Travis and I finished our 3,500, number 2829 and 2830. So congratulations to Travis. I know he listens to this, but he doesn't hike anymore. So haha, Travis, you loser. Oh man, where's <laughs> Travis? Why isn't he climbing anymore? Uh, it's called salary. He's fun. He's fun to climb with. He was a great, I, I, had, I had a great time climbing with Me him. Too. It was, it was fun. It was fun climbing with him. So that, he uh, he joined us for my uh, my my completion hike. So yes, on plateau. Glad he, very glad he did that. Yeah, definitely. We had a good time. So another another hike we'll get into. Um, let's talk about uh, Balsam Cap from Peekamoose Road with Ralph. Right. Oh yes. So, buddy Ralph Rindeck, he is legend of the Catskills. If anybody's heard his name, if you haven't heard his name, then you don't know the Catskills. Because he is a legend. He's been there all of his life. He has hiked everything and everything in the Catskills. Knows where everything is. Actually, the funny thing is, is I've led him to spots he has, hasn't seen before, which is cool. Um, some plane crashes and stuff like that. So that's a really big thing. But hiking with Ralph is an amazing time in life that you will never forget. The guy just sits there and talks about Catskills history, about his previous experiences about anything and everything and it, you're, you're like in a in a catskill wonderland when when and i learned this pretty quickly when you're climbing with ralph you're climbing with catskill royalty it's yes it's, it is like it's a, an honor to do that oh of, of course amazing times with ralph yeah so we approached uh balsam cap i wanted to see balsam cap from peekaboo's road um it's a different definitely a different approach going from the moonhaw oh yeah right right instead of, instead of approaching it from moonhaw we approached it from peekamoose road and uh it's a it's a you know for the first maybe half a mile it's following old woods roads but after that it's a complete bushwhack and it's 100 bushwhack but before you start hitting mini balsam cap which was we call mini balsam cap some people call it mini cap there's a lot of different names no name cap uh, you hit a, a awesome spot where it looks like basically the glaciers scoured the area and there's nothing but a bald area of little bushes and, and glacial erratics. It's absolutely stunning. John, you remember that part? I do. 
Ralph climbed on a rock <laughs> and looked like a little tiny, like flea on top of a huge, massive glacial erratic. And yes. Smiles all over, man. That guy that never does not have no, fun when he's hiking. He doesn't, he doesn't get tired and he's, he's mastered the pace. He's mastered pace. Um, I, I hope to be able to do that. Someday. Right. I, I mean, I'm, I'm crazy. I'm, I'm a psycho when I hike, you gotta admit, right? Yes. Yes. Always, always in the lead. But, the, but the thing is, is I want to get home as quick. Cause we live an hour right. and a half away. So it stinks, but Ralph has mastered the pace. Um, he has mastered basically the, the time organization he has with you, you know, he, he keeps it entertaining. So once again, we went up through these mini balsam caps and, uh, these flat glacial erratic areas that are scoured where you can see balsam cap absolutely stunning we we start to hit the steep areas and uh i say to ralph and john i'm just like hey we should go over here what did ralph say john (laughs) so yeah you uh you were leading that hike it was we had pretty much all agreed that you were going to be the hike leader which was pretty impressive because you're climbing with royalty but you are the hike leader and yeah basically every time stash said uh okay guys we're gonna go this way ralph would say like oh that's a good idea or we could go this way right (laughs) and then we would end up going ralph's way um And yeah, he pretty much did that every single time. And at one point, he I think he actually said something along the lines of, hey, you're you're the hike leader. So you show us where you want to go, <laughs> but you want to go this way, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, that was a good hike. He you know, that was that was the hike too, where I realized how elegantly Ralph falls. Uh, because oh, yeah. we all fall, everybody in the Catskills falls at some point in time, but I've never seen anybody fall as elegantly as him. It's like, it didn't even happen. He didn't yeah. even acknowledge a fall. He was just talking through it. it yeah. Impressive. It, it was incredible. So we, we hit these steep areas. And once again, Ralph is Ralph is Ralph. He is. I've never hiked with someone as, as just as legendary as him. You know, there's, there's, I mean, Jim Bouton, I've hiked with him. He is just as legendary. It's, it's, it's crazy how, amazing he is in the Catskills. He knows his areas and he is he's the man of the moon hall. That's what they call it. they should have named the moon hall after him. It should be Rhindeck, you know, area or something like that. It is just all right. So we 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 start we start climbing the steeps of balsam cap and then we hit the amazing viewpoint to the I think it's the northeast. Uh what a viewpoint. One of the most greatest viewpoints I've ever I've ever seen, but also it's unfortunate because it's been trimmed. Somebody has gone up there and trimmed it illegally. Our office said this before too. Um, it's it's actually pretty far from the summit, so if you're going to try to get there, make sure you know your navigational purposes because it's not easy to get to. Going from that area is complete bushwhack. So we summit, we sign in, we're on our way down. Uh, all of a sudden, we hit this this nice little area along the rim trail of, of Friday and Balsam Cap. And Ralph takes a huge digger, <laughs> slams his body on the side of the rock, and continues to keep on with the conversation. It was yeah, insane. No. It's like he was on a trampoline. He just bounced right back up. Yeah, correct. 
it was just absolutely insane. He comes right back to the old conversation that we had. And I was like, what the hell? And I'm like, are you okay? Oh my God. Did you break a hip? He's just like, he's like, I'm fine. By the way. And he goes right back in the conversation. Yeah. No, he was like, I'm perfectly fine. I'm perfectly fine. I'm okay. Um, nice. That was, that was good. Robin Williams quote right there. If you don't understand, check out Robin Williams live, but once again, Ra- hiking with Ralph is just unexplainable. If you ever get the chance to go on a, on a maybe a, a club hike that he's on or ask him to go on a hike, it's like a whole nother experience. You get the history of the Catskills. Uh, you get the legend of the Catskills. And then you also get the comfort of hiking with a person who is just an absolute amazing human being. There's never been a hike that I've been on with Ralph where I haven't enjoyed it thoroughly and I haven't been smiling the whole time. <laughs> it's it's just, i don't know john probably has other thoughts about that because he hates hiking but <laughs> <laughs> well <clears throat> well uh, yeah i mean i always it's always a pleasure to climb with ralph but yeah no i've been on some tough ones with him too the yeah. toughest ever yes okay so let's get let's break into that another bushwhack hike that john and i have been on that i shouldn't have taken it on so this was this was an error on my part so a couple of friends of mine wanted to hike slide mountain, go down into the call of uh, Cornell and slide, and then hike along the skirt of the slide slide and look for a plane crash. Very crazy hike. And, uh, you know, I asked John if he wanted to come along and I kind of peer pressured him in to coming along because these were all legend people. You know, we got my friend, Joe Ferry, who's on the search and rescue team. Ralph Rindeck, Tom H, who as I've been on a couple hikes with, and he's an insane hiker. There was a couple other people who were on that hike. There was a bunch of legends, John Perella. He was uh, amazing at technologies, but he was fun as heck. So what our objective was, Summit Slide Mountain, climb into the, the call of uh, Cornell and Slide, and then skirt the slide of Slide Slides around there and then go down into the Woodland Valley. You know, it, it, it says eight miles, you know, probably around five, six miles of that was trail. But once you start bushwhacking on that slide of slide, it's absolutely insane. So I brought John along because, you know, we could use another hand. We're looking for a four engine plane, absolutely insane sized World War II. I believe World War II, sorry, Joe plane that is enormous this would easily be spotted and we have teams of what was it four people because we had eight people so we had four teams at certain elevations i think it was we we're at 3200 feet there was somebody at 3400 feet 3500 feet and below us was 3100 feet we were scouring the terrain for at least some remnants we hit a a another plane crash near slide which i will not talk about so you can have to find that information about yourself so sorry but we had different teams at different levels and uh we were scouring the i won't say the east side of slide which is absolutely insane terrain i don't even know how the how big the slope is but it's it's insane once you start bushwhacking it's boulders everywhere holes everywhere moss everywhere trees I wouldn't say everywhere, but they're, they're easy to, to help for falling. Um, and probably a quarter of a mile into it, John wasn't having a fun time. Oh, 
Well, you know, forget about it. That was the worst day I ever had in the mountains, period. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and you know what? It was such an incredible crew. That was one of the most incredible crews I've ever climbed with. And, you know, I got upslide just fine. And it wasn't until we started doing the side hilling that yeah. I, I began to struggle. Yeah. And, and Joe, and I love, I love Joe. The guy makes great wine. Um, but he had told us we are going to all, because as you said, we split up into groups at different elevations. And we had, um, we had agreed to meet at the rendezvous at 90 minutes. So I'm psychologically preparing myself for 90 minutes of side hill. Hold on, John. Um, hold on. Keep in mind, this is 90 minutes. I think it was like 1.2 miles. Yes. Yeah. No way. Okay. Go ahead. So, so uh, you know, we didn't actually meet for three and a half hours. So I had, <laughs> I, I was beyond exhausted and and you know i i kept falling into holes it was almost as if i was post holy it was almost like it was winter i kept falling into these holes in the ground that were just covered with a layer of leaves and i think you you should remember stash at one point i began falling down the mountain backwards i was literally <laughs> just tumbling down it spitting all over myself and i actually had enough time to think to myself you know what i i'm just gonna keep going i'll fall off the mountain it'll be fine <laughs> i'll um, die eventually <laughs> i'm just gonna die this time and you know i had i had left my job of 10 years five days before and i was yeah. taking i was taking a month off in between jobs and this sounded like the most fun thing I could do uh, while I was in between jobs. But I, I learned at that point that I was in over my head with this crew because everybody was much more advanced than I was. Hell, when we met up with everybody three and a half hours later, I, Joe looked like he could have, it looked like he was just warming up for oh, yeah. an, another mountain. But, but, Keep in mind that all these people are probably 20, 30 years older than us. That, yeah. And, you know, people like Ralph, man, the guy climbs mountains every day of the week. Exactly. Uh, and, uh, you know, this was this was also my error in bringing John because he, he had finished the 3,500, but he hasn't been on crazy hikes like this yet. So it was my, my error, of course. But, you know, halfway into that bushwhacker long slide mountain, I was seriously thinking that, how am I going to get John out of here? Cause he is slogging it slow as heck. You know, I'm trying to feed him food and water to get him energy, but no energy was coming out of this. And, um, you know, I'm just like, how am I going to get him out of here? And then I'm like, like I, I dark red on me, you know, I'm, I'm scared as heck. I'm just like, we're going to have to cut trees down and helicopter him out of here. And, uh, you know, we're getting close to the rendezvous point, which I don't think is accurate. I'm just like, man, this is probably off. We're not going to meet anybody. And all of a sudden I start yelling. I was just like, Hey, and all yeah, we sudden, were the first, we no, were no, the first Joe was there. Joe was there with somebody Joe, else. Right. So Joe is there with, with somebody else. And I yell, Hey, and he yells, Hey back. And I'm just like, I look at John. I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> we like run over there and we meet them. And I'm just like, you guys, the only two so far. He's like, yeah, yeah, we made it over in this amount of time. Like, dude, it's been three hours, an hour and a half, my ass. <laughs> and uh, like, it was just poor calculations. But you know yeah, what? It was unexpected terrain. 
we met though that one point remember when we met ralph and uh oh who was he with um ralph and maybe john at that like 90 foot waterfall yes oh my god moss waterfall on the side of slide mountain guaranteed maybe like two or three people have been to in in life in the whole history of the Cascals. yeah oh man looked untouched yeah you know, even Ralph that day, that's the only time I ever saw Ralph slightly tired. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ralph looked at us and he says, this is the most horrible hike I've ever been on. <laughs> and I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, Joe, take note of this, buddy. <laughs> just yeah, like, right. You, you tired Ralph. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so we, uh, the funny thing is, is Sean's just like, oh, yeah, you know, we're at the rendezvous point. We only, we only have this many feet. I'm like, now we actually have like 2.5 miles left. Oh, yeah. Complete silence after that. And he like looks at me with a deep stare, yeah. like, I'm going to sleep your throat. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, at least it's all downhill. So, right. The funny thing is, is we hit this one spot and uh, Ralph just says, screw it. I'm going over this way. <laughs> and we just all follow him. And I'm just like, I'm following the man of the moon hall. Yeah. I'm just I was like, thankful for that. Yeah. So we got out of it alive. But my God, I mean, I mean, this will be memorable for life. Uh, so we got some of the best pictures ever that day. And um, and the, the plane crash that we did find uh, was incredible. Yeah. Everybody was so what a great positive energy of all the people in, in that group. It was it, it was it was the most difficult climb I've ever been on. But honestly, I'm glad I did it. Totally worth it. I was going to say, you've probably done a climb that very few have. And uh, you know what? And I did it with legends. So right. Totally worth it. Exactly. And that's why I go on, on hikes with, with Joe a lot. I got, I hate, I hate his hikes that he takes me on. He has taken me on some, some insane hikes, which I will always scour in his mind (laughs) that he's taken me on some hikes, but you know what? They're memorable hikes. And this was definitely a memorable one so oh yeah absolutely so let's uh let's go into quickly about catterskill high peak so john and i um this was my first before right before my first meeting ever as a 3500 committee member i was super nervous so john i said i'm like john you know i have the full day let's uh, get together and we'll do catterskill high peak for you you gotta clean you gotta take it off your list i'll lead you up the south access so at this time, you know, you go, uh, you go up the trail and then you hit the, the snowmobile trail, you take a left and then you hit the massive Karen at that time, John could see the massive Karen. Cause it's actually well-established after that. I think like a couple months after that, they took down that Karen. This Karen was how many feet do you think that was like six and a half, seven feet at least. Yeah, could easily mark where you're going to approach the south access of Catterskill High Peak, which is my favorite, one of my favorite climbing spots in in the Catskills. Definitely requires some excellent climbing skills. One of my favorites. Yeah, definitely uh, almost some scrambling. Almost, uh, you know, you get a quarter of the way into the hike and it starts some scrambling stuff. Yeah, but that last stretch right before the summit's one of the most incredible things you could ever see. Right. You have to pull yourself up and over end. It's definitely one of the best hikes in the Catskills. One of the most memorable hikes in the Catskills. You pull yourself up this top part. Just remember proper foot gear, 
uh definitely do this in the in the more of the summertime not in the winter winter is insane it would be insane with the ice uh do this in the summertime if you're going to go the south access definitely research it but it's absolutely a phenomenal time uh you pull yourself up and you come out right on top of hurricane ledge beautiful one of the most beautiful views in the catskills of the amazing devil's path um and then you can see some burrows range in the back i'm pretty sure you can see slide uh and, and stuff like that but wow what a, what a, what an amazing time absolutely uh actually my the favorite my favorite picture of of me climbing in the catskills was taken by you on that hike right before we hit the summit we hit hurricane ledge yes no summit summit's a little bit further up it is okay yeah the first viewpoint sorry <laughs> um yeah so um and then you climb up to the the summit and then we went down to there to the the second plane crash and uh we hit the second plane crash and then i was just like well might as well bushwhack from here we started bushwhacking and then we hit some massive amounts of nettles eh yes were we in shorts at that time <laughs> I, I um i was i you think may i have was been. Yeah, <laughs> I think we both got them. I, I told him, I'm just like, just forget about it. Stop worrying about it. <laughs> yeah, you can't even think about it. Just uh, I think that I was just spitting water into my hands and wiping my legs, too. It yeah. helped. It wasn't that far. It was like a quarter of a mile to the snowmobile trail. Yeah. But it was a complete bushwhack right after you get to the uh, the plate. I don't know what it is like now. I haven't been there in, up there in a couple of years, but um we hit that area and then bushwhacked down and it was complete nettles. That's a horrible area, by the way. <laughs> we also did two plane crashes that day, too. Yes, yes. The one on the snowmobile access and then one off the the summit, which was pretty crazy. So and then after that, I had my first 3500 club committee meeting, uh, which was nerve wrecking and I was sweating like a a sick dog. But uh right. <laughs> and I had uh, the day before I did the day before I did the Cater Skill High Peak. I did Big Indian with Jeff, so I was kind of like Ralph that week, doing two climbs consecutively. We should probably talk about that Big Indian. What uh, what happened on Big Indian, John? Um, <laughs> Big Indian, we hit the. Uh, that's where you pretty much, uh, if I'm correct, you hit like a a ninety degree wall. <laughs> <laughs> No, you do not. Oh, my right. Is that Indian head? Yes, that is Indian head. So I'll, I'll start this over. I'm big Indian, John. You sent Pretty me a gradual. message. You send me a message. Oh, oh, I remember now. Okay. At the summit, right? I yeah. couldn't find the summit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I couldn't find the summit. So, and thankfully, it was one part of the mountain I had a uh, service on because Jeff, who uh, my friend who I was climbing with, uh, who had absolutely uh, it was no help at all. Uh, so I had to, uh, yeah, I was calling Stosh from the summit of Big Indian to ask him, but not from the summit, uh, but from about 200 feet below the summit, asking Stosh how to get to it. And, um, and yes, then when, when Stosh, you had asked me where I was, I was trying to explain it. And that's when we figured out that I did not even begin to take the route that you had told me to. <laughs> I took the complete opposite route up. So, uh, so everyone, I, I told John to approach this <laughs> hike from the Biscuit Brook area from Route 47. 
yet he approached it from the seeger trailhead <laughs> he called me he called me well he sent me messages asking me where the summit is and i'm just like well <laughs> if you hit the trail you should take a ride and there should be a herd path and he was confused as heck and I'm like, where the heck did you approach us from? He's just like, I'm pretty sure it was a parking area that was at the end of a road. I'm just like, I told you approach it from the opposite side. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I pretty much told him, like, look, I'm standing in an, in an area of the Catskills with a lot of trees <laughs> and, and things like that. It smells like pine cones around here. Um, where do I go? But you know what? I'm actually glad that that happened because that was the very first time uh, that I ever had to be totally dependent on my own ability. And I knew that I'm way too close to the summit now to stop. So I was, um, I was happy to, uh, to find it. Yes, I was nervous there for a while. Yes. And then what did you, did you realize after that, that you can't, uh, that you can't depend on good old Jeffrey? Well, I mean, if I'm going to be climbing with Jeff, I just have to understand that I'm in charge of the climb. <laughs> so I got to have all the info. Or you got to take all the advice you can get from Stash. Yeah. Well, and Jeff's not easy to climb with, too, because he refuses to get the proper gear. That's true. And let this be a lesson that uh, the proper gear might be expensive, but it's well worth it. Just an FYI. Um, but yeah, that, that was a funny time. So uh, good old John on Big Indian. Oh, so what else do we got, John? What else did we did we bushwhack? Oh, so let's let's talk about good old Rusk. First one or the second one? The second one where oh, my knee hurts. My knee hurts. <laughs> what was that? Oh, my knee I, actually I, both time. I both times I've done Rusk have been nightmares. Um, so it's one of my favorites. Although, although Russ, the first time we did Rusk, we got, we got trapped in that storm and oh yeah, I have to admit that that storm was one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my life. All right. So, so let me, uh, let me, let me rephrase what, uh, what we're talking about. So John and I decided to do Rusk. I don't like to follow the herd path. Am I correct, John? Right. So uh, the herd path is a little bit off to the right of the second stream to the left. I don't like to do that. I like to go complete bushwhack. So I went over to the left. We hit some steep ledges, um, which was awesome. It was a fun, great, you know, it, it keeps you entertained. It keeps you energetic. You keep going. We get up to the top. We sign in. I look into my app and, you know, what's good is uh, Colonel's chair is right there. So you get uh, service. I look on my phone and I'm like, John, we're going to hit some rough shit right now. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm just like, we got some storms coming. I don't, I don't know if we'll beat this. We got to hurry down the mountain. So we start skirting down the mountain quickly. And I say, we're, we're, we're skirting down. We're probably a quarter of the way down. And I seriously yelled at him like it's a movie. And I'm like, look, over <laughs> off to the west is a massive wall of white. And it's not snow. It's rain, pouring rain absolute downpours and john just looks at me what'd you have john again um yeah garbage bag correct oh yeah i i put a garbage bag over my uh over my uh pack because i didn't at that time have the proper equipment and i mean i may as well have not have done it, it didn't work at all it flew right <laughs> off seriously 
this was a massive wall. It looked like seriously ice that was coming towards you probably at like 20 miles an hour. And it was a good two, three minutes of absolute downpour rain felt like a waterfall felt like you were below cater school walls. Absolutely amazing experience. I cannot forget this ever in my life. And, uh, like, I'm just like, right after it ends, John's looks at me and you say, that was awesome. <laughs> it was. You know, I remember when you said, look, you screamed, look, and I turned around and there's, there's this, it was almost biblical, the wall of water that was coming toward us. And I remember thinking there's no way of escaping this. So I may as well just stand here and watch it because it's that cool <laughs> uh, because we're about to get drenched, but yeah. Trying to avoid that, I had the the worst ankle roll of my entire Catskill career. Like my, I think that was the one that just did my ankles in. I don't yeah, remember that. Was, that. that was, yeah, I was on the way down. It was I, I rolled it pretty. I rolled it pretty bad. I had bad luck on Rusk. Rusk is beautiful though. But that that hike too, though, that was the only time I ever hiked with you, where I saw you have to take a break. Not, not so much, you know, it wasn't a regular break. It was, you, you had to stop because oh, yeah. you were just too, too tired. And did I, I remember a hike being, did it the day before, I think the day before. And, um, I was worried because I remember thinking like, you know, if he goes down, I have no idea what to do here. So, uh, <laughs> I can't summit. Yeah. Right. This is a bushwhack. I don't even know where I am. <laughs> uh, but, um, but no, you know, you bounced back. I just needed a couple of minutes. It was just the only time that you'd ever done that. Yeah, that was a great experience. I remember seriously, we were at the the summit, and I looked at radar, and I was just like, "Oh shit!" I'm like, "We're gonna hit some heavy stuff." And I remember hearing thunder. Correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, we could see the storm in the distance from the summit. Yeah. Well, and... a little bit off of the summit. I was just like, "Dude, that's it right there." Yep. <laughs> And then it yeah, hit us. no, yeah, we were going down fast, but we yeah, we didn't make it. Yeah. And then, uh, and then the second time that we we did Rusk, uh, man, I almost took a year off after that climb. <laughs> All right. So, uh, <laughs> so I told John that we were going to do what were you going like twin and Indian head or twin or Indian head? Yes. And then the last minute, it changed to uh, Rusk. I don't know why. Seriously, I don't. Uh, for the listeners, I don't have a list. The only list I think I have left are the winters. And I really don't, don't care about that. I don't care about a list. I hike in the winter. I hike in the summer, in the spring, in the fall. I really don't have a list to do. I did my 3,500 and I'm just hiking every week that I can, whenever I can. So a list is not really, does not matter for me. So at the last second, I was like, dude, let's hike Rusk. I'm going to lead you over to the ledges on the um the the southeast side and he's like okay <laughs> and uh <laughs> we summit we sign in and then i'm like okay so we got to go west and uh i'll lead you over to the the ledges of the west it's only a half a mile only a half a mile through some thick saplings and prickers and brush and all the above and John is really not having a good time. And I took a greatest picture ever that I ever remember. <laughs> and I made a meme out of it. 
The greatest picture ever. I got. I'll, I'll post that on Instagram and Facebook. By the way, sorry, John. Was it the okay? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Not the okay on the uh, the downward of uh, of uh, North Dome though. That was a good one, actually. That's another good one. Jesus, we have so many bushwhacks to to talk about. We do. We do. We um, there's North Dome fur. Um, that wasn't that bad. Fur wasn't that bad. Double top. Oh yeah, double top. Oh wow. Um Southwest wow. Hunter. RIP double top. Wow. Um, so let's get back to Rusk. I'm leading him to there. There's a certain set of ledges over to the the southwest of Rusk. Uh awesome, beautiful spot of of uh Spruceton Valley. And uh you can get a great view of uh, North Dome Cheryl, uh West Hill, and maybe part of Hunter. So I lead him to this area, which he's ripped up by thick prickers and thick brush and stuff like that we get to the the <laughs> viewpoint and he's just like looking at me and he's just like well what are we going to do from here and then all of a sudden like his ankle hurts <laughs> and my then knee. his knee hurts my knee what was that it was <laughs> my knee hurts <laughs> well then your ankle's gonna hurt because you're probably gonna hike down <laughs> rust mountain so at that time i'm just like well john we can go back and summit and then climb back down. Or we have the option of going down this absolute steep area and then bushwhacking across and side hilling Rusk. Or since I have a little bit of service, I can call West Kill Brewing and ask if I can hike on their property to get the hell out to get my injured friend <laughs> out of this area. <laughs> so I called West Kill and I was just like, can I hike on your property? to get this guy out because he is injured and he's just a big wuss and a big sissy um, to get him out of there. Of course they approved and we start hiking down and he is so far behind me. My God, I forgot how many feet you're must like it, 200 feet behind me. It was embarrassing, <laughs> but, but we're also going through a massive amount of nettles and shorts. And John was not prepared for the nettles and shorts. And he is just itching his <laughs> knees and legs and shorts uh, and everything. You know, this is gonna, you know, this is gonna make it sound like I don't even belong in the cat skills at all. Um, but no, yeah, that that was the beginning of my uh of my knee troubles. <laughs> That's true. That's true in your retirement hikes. Yeah, that was another retirement hike. <laughs> John likes to have these retirement hikes on uh on on every previous hike that he's been on since the 3500 completion that's it i'm done <laughs> I'm out of this. um but you know we had to hike through there so um we get down to the road and i i really i i tried to tell john john is out of it like seriously he's delusional oh i i was and he's ready to be ended with the hike and i'm just like all right so we're on still the uh, Wesco Brewing property, but I don't want to make a scene. So I want you to jump out of the brush and hop onto the road. Like we've been walking the road since from North Dome. And I'm like, are you ready? He looks at me and he's just like staring. I'm like, are you ready? He's like, yep. So I hop on the road. He's still sitting in the brush. I'm like, <laughs> God, he hops out on there. So he finally gets out of there. I'm just like, Jesus road walk back was probably like a, a half a mile a mile and it was treacherous it was absolutely insane uh yeah there was a lot of construction going on on a bridge nearby that i remember 
yes uh, for that for that hike and um yeah it was it was bad you know what, what was sad about that was i knew walking on that road on the way back that there was something seriously wrong with my knee and i knew i was done for a while and i was very depressed about it yeah uh because you know as as much as this may you know sound like i'm a dunce in the in the mountains i do love it up there and in the in in all of them and it's depressing when i can't get up there and i knew i wasn't going to make it for a while so that's sad yeah a lot of a lot of times though uh to our listeners you got to realize that if you do have problems take it seriously because you're you know you get three miles into the hike and you hurt yourself that is a serious consequence that you might have on yourself and upon uh first responders yeah and Uh, if you get hurt tell someone yeah because i I, the first time i got the first time i ever got hurt i i was I was almost ashamed that I got hurt. I didn't want to tell you guys. I, I'll never do that again. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, as many times as hopefully, hopefully with, with someone you have that you're hiking with will notice your your bad times and will look at you and be like, okay, so this guy is not having fun. We need to turn around. I've noticed that several times with John. I've noticed that several times with my wife. Well, it's, it's not that I'm not having fun. I am. It's just... Uh, um you know i gotta get my lungs have to catch up and and, and for knees. some and knees for some reason too and i don't know why but the first hour of every single climb is really difficult and for some reason with me that never got better but once i got past that first hour then suddenly i had to have a ton of adrenaline to finish of the course. first hour the first hour is always tough um I don't know why that never got easier. And before I forget, Hockett, that was another one. That was another bushwhack. What? That wasn't that bad. No, no, it wasn't bad. It was just another bushwhack. <laughs> All right. So let, let's talk about actually uh, North Dome and Cheryl uh, really quickly. So we uh, we had a, a traverse. We spotted two cars, one at uh, Shaft Road, which I love the name of Shaft Road, by the way. <laughs> Shaft Road, and then we spotted another one at the uh, Spruceton Road area. There was a little access area. It's not at Mick Hollow, but uh, somewhere near there. And we were going to summit Cheryl and North Dome and then follow north to the Spruceton Road access area, which is a little uh, spillway, I think, uh, off of there. So John and I summit North Dome. We sign in. We go to the beautiful viewpoint on um, Cheryl. Stunning. John is lucky that he has a guy, a guy like me that knows these areas because he would never seen this. And then we summit North Dome, like not even like 300 feet off the summit of North Dome. I lose my Fitbit. John, can you recap on that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, you but uh, you lost your Fitbit. And I instantaneously knew that it's gone forever because it's a black band <laughs> yeah. uh, that you have no idea when you dropped um but yeah you were uh you were pretty upset about it so uh i remember you you were you went back up for 45 minutes looking for it <laughs> and you didn't want me to come with you i don't remember why but so i just kind of hung out where i was and waited for you to come back without it and you did you you came back without it <laughs> but but the reason why i was worried that i lost it Tell me, tell me why. 
the real reason? Yes. Oh, I, uh, well, you were you were worried that uh, your wife was going to be uh, quite <laughs> upset with you. <laughs> um, and I understood that. So, I mean, I, you know, I would have gone up there and helped you too, but I really didn't think we had a prayer in the world of finding this thing. <laughs> that would have exactly. been a miracle. Um, and then, yeah, and then you came back and you were kind of just like, yeah, I didn't find it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I thought so. And I tried so many GPS yeah. devices and everything like that. I like downloaded different apps to to try to find it, and I, I couldn't find it. And I was just like, you know what? I'm stuck with this. She's gonna kill me anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, even I got to the point where I was like, I don't think he's coming back. Man. I should just gonna leave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna get out of here. I don't care. Yeah, so we we did that, and uh, we were like uh, a quarter of the way down West Hill or um, down North Rome. And then we still got another, like, I don't know, like a mile and a half, two miles left. And it wasn't that bad, but John wasn't having a good time. Um, I took the greatest picture known to man. <laughs> and I'll definitely post this on Facebook and Instagram of a meme I made of John saying, okay. <laughs> you know, one of the reasons why I, uh, I, and I'm going to actually blame this on Travis. I think I went into North Dome psychologically prepared for a bad day because it was Travis's hardest hike. So, he, or at least he told me it was his most difficult hike. So I went into it nervous already that, that it was going to be the toughest. So speaking of Travis, Travis has been on a, uh... My friend Travis Hartwell has been on many hikes with me. Um, I love him. Yeah, I love his hikes. I, I miss him. Um, so Travis recently falled under the salary area. So he's basically sucked in boo to that. <laughs> he has he's fallen under the, the salary area and he doesn't hike with me anymore, which, which is tragic. Um, oh, well, you know what? I suck it up. I have new friends. Um, but he has hiked a lot of stuff with me. And uh we went up Cheryl and North Dome the same way of Shaft and down to Spruceton, uh, but we vacated the area right off of the uh, the view over uh, the Woodland Valley Campgrounds, and it was an absolute insane hike. Uh, we went down vertically, probably a good fifty feet. He slipped and fell and almost like tripled over, like tripped over himself and hit a couple trees. Luckily, his like bag his pack slammed up against the tree and it like kind of supported him. So, and then right after that, we hit the flat ground areas and we saw a bunch of bear scat and uh, a bunch of uh, flipped over rocks. And we thought we were going to die, but we actually survived. So that was good. Travis and I have been on a bunch of times together. Hopefully he can get past his, his uh, salary crap and can get back on hikes with us. Right. When was the last hike he had? Uh, plateau, all well, three of us plateau in uh, uh, 2019. God, three God. years ago. What a loser. Everybody comment and say Travis is a loser, please. It'll be great. That'll be great. <laughs> but once again, uh, we come down from uh, North Dome with John, and I take the best meme I've ever seen of John, where I, I take a selfie of myself smiling and he's just looking at me and saying it with his face, basically saying, let's end this freaking hike now. <laughs> I only had a quarter mile to go. Oh, a quarter mile is a quarter mile. Huh? Well, you know, sometimes you got to hike a quarter mile. 
I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, so so once again, amazing uh bushwhack stories. Uh I mean, my, my friend Joe said always hike with a friend. That is a great idea. Definitely a great idea. Um, I've hiked a lot of bushwhack solo. I'm I'm sorry, but I am a big solo guy. Tuesdays are tough to get a partner with. And then it's also to get a partner with that wants to do a bushwhack. Luckily, I had John with me a lot of those times. He probably will never hike with me with a bushwhack again. He's basically going to say, what trail are you doing? I'm going to say like Wyndham or uh, Huckleberry Point. And he'll be like, okay, I'm good with that. Or maybe a fire tower. <laughs> uh, Balsam Lake. <laughs> yes. No, but the, the, the bushwhacks, although difficult for me, have been incredible experiences. Uh, I did rate Rocky as my most difficult out of the 3,500 uh, tally sheet hikes. So I got to go back there again. I haven't been back there in a while. I plan on. Uh, so my wife is 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 on her way to being uh, trying to do a 3,500 this year. I don't know if uh, she'll complete it this year, but she also wants to do a, a bunch of the bushwhacks. <laughs> As in a bunch, so I want to lead her Friday balsam cap, lone rocky table peekamoos. I don't know if she's going to be able to complete it, but I'm going to have John there with me, right, John? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wait, wait. When is this? Uh, in the future. Okay. Yeah. No, I got to be out of town at a conference. Yeah, I got to shovel some <laughs> snow in in, uh, in in August. I have to move rocks. There's rocks in my backyard. I have to move them. <laughs> You know what? I understand that. You know, that's that's already been said before. <laughs> I understand that. Um, you know, a lot of people move rocks in their backyard of uh, yeah. 0.07 acres. Upstate New York, we have rocks in our backyards. We got to move them. Especially when he lived there for a couple of years. We're in the Rockies. I know. I've been in the Canadian Rockies. By the way, I plan on doing the Canadian Rockies in a couple of episodes. By the way, John, I'm headed to Utah in a couple in a, in a month or less than almost a month or so. I know. I know. I'm to watch your dogs. 37 days. Wow. Amazing. But, but yeah. So um, once again, John, I thank you for, for being on this. Hey, thanks amazing. for having me. Yeah, dude. I, I plan on having you a little bit more. I like your, your integrity with, with other people. So hopefully you can uh, be on the same level as I am and we can, uh, we could be maybe, maybe become a co-host. Maybe I would love that. Okay. So you need to drop all that other crap you're doing. <laughs> yeah. And focus your time on this. <clears throat> we dedicate our time to the cats. Right. No, I'm going to put my notice in tomorrow. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. Same here. I'm going to forget everything I, I did and then work for, for nothing. Correct. All right. All right. So uh, once again, uh, I'd like to thank uh, Scenic Rock Guiding, our sponsor. Thank you, Sarah, once again, for donating to us. Thank you for your ladies who are doing an awesome job in the Catskills and the Adirondacks. You guys are are so much fun. I love watching your seeing your stuff. Um, thank you to the donors, the monthly donors, and the donors um, daily. Uh, really appreciate your stuff. Thank you, everyone who is listening. Thank you, all the listeners. Subscribe on any platform that we have. Uh, I'm pretty available to any platform anywhere. Uh, look me up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and we have a website. Uh, also, links, sis, I think that's what it's called. It has all the links available. Uh, if you have time, shoot me a review on Spotify or Apple. 
Podcasts or whatever platform you use. Thank you very much, guys, for listening. Uh, once again, I don't know what's going on before this thing, but uh, but thank you listening for John and our my bushwhacking stories together that we've had together. It's been a fun time, John. Hopefully you can join me on other hikes, but you probably will not. No, that's not true. I am. I am going to, I'm going to use the Otsego Octat Spring Challenge to get into shape. Yeah, that's going to help. Elevation <laughs> gain of 37 feet. Well, <laughs> no, sleeping lion. Hey, you know, sleeping lion. That's like hey. 150 feet. Man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got the Roseboom Trail at 38 feet total. <laughs> Compared to the 2,900 feet that you got to do balsam cap on Friday. Betty Wilbur Davis State Park. That's like four miles, man. Yeah, four <laughs> miles and 28 <laughs> feet of elevation gate. But I'm going to ask you to do a lot of the hikes with, with me and Jessica, bro. Yeah. You better be there. I'll be there. All right. Once again, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, subscribe, review. Thank you very much. Have a good night. John, have a good night. Thanks, sir. You too. All right. Take it easy, brother. Bye.